Welcome to the Dad Talk Sports Podcast. Today is Monday, October 16th, 2023. Introducing Tom Shearer live from Birmingham, Alabama. Good evening, Chris. How are you? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Not as not, not as good as you, apparently. Uh, why don't you start us off with your airport story? I'm hearing it uh, fresh no. for the first time. Air, airport rant. So yeah, coming live from Birmingham, Alabama, one day work trip. Here's the tipping point we're at at the airports. We've sold too many of these fast passes, right? I have TSA Pre, I have Clear. This morning, I waited in line at 5.30 in the morning for 35 minutes to get through security. We've sold too many, right? It's like once everyone has it, what's the point, right? Like two years ago, if you had TSA, you're still kind of cruising Clear, it'd be like five people in the Clear line. Now I sat in the clear line and I watched the non-clear people go through like three times as fast, but they're like, oh, no, 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 clear people in this line. And I literally just paid my annual subscription to like re-up it, 129 bucks or whatever. I'm like, ah, you know, it's helped me out three times in the last year. So like, I'll, I'll probably just do it again. Yeah. It's a complete joke. It's like, it's like if, if everyone's pre, then like the normal people who show up without the easy pass, you know, at the toll booth, right? And it's like, oh, cash only. And there's one dude with cash only, right? They're the king. It's completely ridiculous. So I don't know where they go with it. Like, you just like, don't go to the airport. Like, like just fly private. Like, at some point, everyone's just going to have it. And then, like, what are we doing here? I, I, I don't get it. But I, I was really not pleased. I woke up, like, right on time. It should be, I would say, literally 12 months ago. It was seven minutes from when I got out of the cab to like through the gate, no problem. 35 minutes this morning. And Delta Newark? Terminal. Newark? Newark, yeah. It's 20 minutes from my house. So like door to door, it, it was a seven o'clock flight. I left at 5.20. Like that should be like way too much time. And it took me, it was like almost a little over an hour door to like plane door which is like the longest it's been since I moved out here three years ago. Completely ridiculous. Couple things I want a refund. I would have had horrific anxiety if I left my house an hour and 40 minutes before my flight. I, I, I know you're a get there early guy. Get, get yourself situated, get a coffee, stuff like that. I, I, I totally get I'm either, I sitting, I'm either sitting waiting at my house with anxiety or I'm sitting there relaxed. You know, right. I, I have to read. I, will, I, I can get a chair and read with my candle at my gate. No problem. See, you know, Monday morning, Monday morning, wife is also on a trip. She's been gone since, since Saturday. I wasn't waking up at like three 30 for the seven o'clock flight. Figured I'd just like leave at a very normal hour. It's 20 minutes away to the airport. And, and I, I I couldn't believe it. And literally everyone was looking at each other being like, why did we just, why are we paying 130 bucks to clear if we're just going to like sit in this line again? My only thing could be maybe just the demographics of a Monday morning flight. It'd be interesting to hear your take flying out of Birmingham. I'm, I'm feeling Birmingham might have a little bit more regular foot traffic than the clear and TSA pre. So, so actually, it was this trip, because I just renewed it. It just hit the credit card. It was, I was on this exact same trip the exact same week last year, and I bought clear because they didn't have a TSA pre-line. I was running late. There was an actual line of like you know cash people or whatever yeah. it was. Clear guys like, hey guy, come on right over here. Takes five minutes. Literally took five minutes to like sign up, and I was in, caught the flight. 
And, uh, and now to get here, it was, it was unbelievable. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what you do about it because like pretty much everyone now has TSA pre this clear thing I thought was like the newfangled deal, but like clearly like enough people had that where it was faster to not have it, but I don't know where to go from here. Yeah. I, I'm interested to hear your report on the flight back tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, I think tomorrow 7 a.m. If there's a whole bunch of traffic getting out of Birmingham at 7 a.m., I will be absolutely shocked. I looked up, I got a free upgrade to first. I have no status on American, but literally I was doing like the seat selector yeah. and every seat was available. So I just called and I was like, hey, like, can I just, is there anything in first class? And, like, and I think there's three people on my flight. And they're like, yeah, sure. I got a $50 credit for going to first class. They gave me $50. To move well, up. up a seat in the bathroom. There's no one on the flight. So anyway. Yeah, the Tuesday, the Tuesday Birmingham to Newark. I don't see Tuesday that. Tuesday Birmingham to Newark. <laughs> yeah. Express. <It's... laughs> you didn't like my my cousin Vinny reference. I, I guess uh I guess the uh, the hotel staff wouldn't probably get that joke in Birmingham House. <laughs> Marissa <laughs> Tomei. Hey. Any anything that brings it back to Seinfeld, I appreciate. <laughs> no. <laughs> Out of you, because one of my favorite tweets of all time, and I'm going to read this, a guy named Dan White, okay? Uh, let me get his official handle here. At, the, the at symbol, then A-T, Dan White. No underscores. A -T. Oh, at, at. Yeah, at symbol, at, then at, at Dan at White. Dan White, da at, at, okay. When you told me that you're staying at a hotel, this is what I thought of. This is one of my favorite tweets of all time, and it applies to pretty much every single one of my scumbag friends. Hotel concierge, how was your stay? <laughs> Me after jacking off on both beds, the chair, the pullout couch, and the work desk, the elevators were a bit loud. <laughs> try try checking out tomorrow without thinking of that. Oh, hey, you know, vasectomy still has got some... Uh... You know, some stuff to get out of the pipe, so you never know what's going to happen. You got to shoot a few out before it can. <laughs> well, anyways, let's get into the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any sizzling. I will before we get in the NFL. I will comment on my previous. If you listen to previous podcasts about the sports scheduling, yes, Ludwig Obert fires a sixty-two on Sunday. Nobody watched. Three in the woods. Silence. Tom Kim, South Korean superstar that speaks perfect English, international superstar. Not even 22 years old, won his third PGA Tour event, and absolutely nobody watched it. I, I, got, the, I got the alert. I, I had all the kids yesterday, which, you know, I'm not a hero, yeah. but, uh, you know, like, there's only so much I could do. Watching Tom Kim was not one of them, and I got the <laughs> alert, and I was like, oh, I was kind of bummed that I didn't, like, didn't watch that. Like, that would have been nice if I didn't have five other things I was trying to watch and do at the same time. This would have right. been great at another date. Absolutely. At the Westin Birmingham. Oh, I don't want to. In case you have any stalkers, no, 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 no free ads. <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, I don't want to reveal pleasant. your location. There might be a fat one on your head after some of your tweets this oh, week. No, if I was just sitting here working remotely, Tom Kim would have been a great Monday. Anyways, well, let's get into. Uh, you want to do winners, losers, or what do you want to do? Yeah, well, I guess we both went three and two. I still, I will say, for everyone who listened to the pod on Saturday. Seahawks was the right bet. I was watching that on Red Zone. I swear to God, for a half hour straight, every time they turned to the game, it was Seahawks on the 30 going in. 
at yeah. six minutes down four, at three minutes down four, at two minutes down four, at one, like every time, oh, great. Like, no problem. Like, they're going to end up covering this game. Unbelievable. I'm looking at the stats on my other screen. They had 381 yards to 214, and the Bengals covered. And they, they, they had the ball down four with two and a half, and somehow they got it back with, like, 205. Or so, or something ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I, I, I still, th- I still think I was on the right side of that one. Um, the Bears, Niners. The Bears Vikings. You know, Fields went out. I still, I still stand by my Bears call. Yeah, I, I wasn't overly concerned about that. It's one of those things where it's like, if you, when you make your thesis of why you're taking the game, and it kind of plays out, you're like, oh, of course, right? You don't worry about like, oh, we, you know, we probably couldn't have, could have yeah. lost that one, and maybe like the Bears. I just went with the, yeah, Vikings was the right call, but I didn't really watch much of it. It was like barely on the red zone. Well, give me your loser for the week. I, I don't want to overly judge like a Brock Purdy, but we talked about that either on the last pod or the one before. Like at some point, he's not going to win all the games. So is that like, I think the biggest question mark with the Niners was they ha- when they're running on all cylinders, like that defense is sick. McCaffrey's awesome. Debo's awesome. Purdy's been untouchable so far, but like oblique injury, like that could be something for McCaffrey. Like, like they're three pieces away from being the championship team that like gets blown out of the water. Right. Like, like three missing pieces, if you will. Yeah. So I, I feel like I wouldn't say they were figured out. It was more like no way this team stays together for 20 total games. Right. And for their sake, like, I would just I would just sit the guys for like a month, right? Like, what does it matter? Like, if you come, well, if you, you make the, the playoffs, seed. you want the one seed. You, you want, want the home game over Philly. Sure, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, it's like if you're telling me that I can get those guys fully healthy, just NBA style, right? Just get a seed and then let them go ham. Like that would totally work. But um, it's more of McCaffrey. Yeah. I don't understand. I, I do understand that he's amazing, but instead of 24 carries, how about 19 carries and the backup gets five more? Stuff yeah. like that. Although, yeah. I don't think the Niners are that big of a loser because in, this day, in this day and age, you're what? The bet, the one seed's going to be 14 and three, 13 and four, and you're going to lose. It's probably road games. You know, this is the type of game you're going to lose. And they, they, they play Philly head-to-head, so, like, one of those teams is probably going, like, at least, I don't know, you got to assume 13-4 and four easy, right? So it's probably 14-3 and three maybe takes the one seed. 14-3 and three is the one seed. It's right, 14-3, and three, and, there's, and then there's a big gap. I mean, this year, probably more than any, like, that no one and two seeds get the bye is going to be, like, a really big deal, right? Because it would have been, like... Lions. Because that, that division that's, is... Yeah week and they only have one loss they could have that division wrapped up here shortly oh division yeah oh for sure yeah i mean it, I, it played out exactly how we talked about like they are definitely a class above like like the mediocres right and they're probably the three seed but i i, I love how they play they're super physical um all three of those top um top nfc teams have great defensive lines like that always works Yes. Um, and can protect long enough. Like, they might not have the best, like, quarterbacks, but, like, they totally work behind, like, good offensive lines, good defensive lines. Like, that's a good recipe. Talk me off the ledge. I think the loser of the week is the Buffalo Bills. 
what's with the primetime New York teams or New York teams? They just like the the meatballs. Like they, they can't handle lost it. That game. I mean, at the end of the first half, the Giants should have scored. They clearly should have scored to win the game. Um. I think there's trouble in paradise in Buffalo. I've been, I was trying to sound the alarm before the Miami game, and then they show up for that game. McDermott has laid a few eggs over the year, uh, over the years at home as a home favorite. They've yeah. just no-showed sometimes. I'm hoping this is just a throwaway, and it's just they just didn't – they got back from London. They thought they were going to cruise, and they, they rebound here. But I don't know. I think there's trouble in paradise there. I People uh, bash digs. I, Diggs, to me, Diggs and Allen are the only guys on the team that want. They're it. they're not the problem. They're not the problem. No, not that. But as leaders, it just feels like Diggs wants to win. People in yeah. like local media like say he's a, a problem. I see a guy that really wants to win, and I think he's the only guy on the team that's getting angry that they're not playing. Yeah. No, not, what, what, was, what was that? What was that movie? Little Big League with the with the kid who had the arm. So like the 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 Bills are like the what was the New York Yankees. The guy, he just can't handle the softballs. Yeah, right. It's just like he's he's he's, he's ripping he's ripping everything else out of the park. All the tough ones beat the beat the Dolphins at home. Then you yeah. get the 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 uh, the Jets and the and the Giants without their starting quarterbacks. Can't do it. Exactly. So yeah. I don't know who else you got. Losers of the week. I don't know the losers of the week, but win, winner of the week for me was was the Dolphins. I've never been more comfortable covering a, a 13 and a half point spread than with the Dolphins when they went down. It was like not not even mildly concerned. As soon as they had scored one touchdown, it's like, oh, this is a, is a blowout. They are insane. I agree. I love their coach. They're five and one. The South Point Casino in Vegas offers, and I, I, I got to find an online sports book that offers it. South Point's online, but only in Nevada. They offer every Sunday odds on the team to score the most points. The most and points, yeah. And the Dolphins have been like six and one every week. Yeah. Oh, really? I, yeah. And wow. Like, they were the favorite at six to one, and then it was like the Bills ten to one, Jags ten to one, like whoever was the biggest favorite. I guess to score the most points every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, or I was. If you can find those odds, and yeah. the Dolphins are six to one at home. Against like a media, they're running up the score on everybody. I saw everybody. That, like I was looking for it someplace else. Oh of man, six to He's... one. Just look for it if you're a listener in your state. Look Sunday morning <laughs> for those odds. Six to one on the Dolphins. I don't know who they play next week yet, but him, him and Coach Prime have the best sunglasses in the game right now. I know Coach Prime's got his like mirrored ones. Yeah. McDaniel's his sunglasses get bigger every. I don't know if you've been watching this. Yeah. He's now full on like Miami Vice, like gigantic shades, and uh, I think I think he does it just because. Like, yeah. I'm sure, like I'm sure one of his players bought it for him. Like, coach, gotta rock these ones today, and and I I think his guys just love him. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, of course. <laughs> and he he keeps calling plays. I mean, even with the backup, they were throwing. Yeah. Oh man, there was no doubt in my mind when they were down 14 that they were going to win. Yeah. It was just like, like as, as soon as they got on board, like on the board one time, it was like game's over, game's over, spreads over, like no doubt about it. They're they're awesome. Um, yeah, the other big loser besides we didn't talk about were, was the uh, Patriots. It's over. It's over. Over. It's over. 
it's over. They're going to get slaughtered. They play the Bills this week. Allen has owned the Pats. That's it, it's, it's the reverse. Yeah, and coming off a sloppy game. Oh, no, it, it's 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 the Bills spot, right? Like the Bills just haven't put like two three games together, but they can they can blow teams out. They can keep it close to the shitty teams. Like that, there is definitely. I don't know what that spread is. It's got to be more. I think it's eight and a half or nine. They would. Oh, love, it's not double digits. No, I wow. would, I'm taking the Bills under double digits. If, if it's if it's under double digits, you got to take it. They the Bills lived in misery against Belichick for 20 years, and I think I don't care if the players weren't even in middle school yet. They're running up the score. Oh yeah. No, it's it's. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't take or like perfectly call it, but we talked about this in one of the last pods. It was like if there's any ever a year where the old assistant takes advantage of a Belichick, Belichick, it's this season, right? So like they're all gonna like you know the Bills are gonna try to pile on, the Dolphins will try to pile on, ex assistants will try to pile on. Everyone's gonna like you know take their chance at it, right? Well, how about that safety to cover for the Raiders? Oh. It's like some of the sacks, I feel like this week more than any, because I was watching like uh, the, the Seahawks game. Um, I can't remember. There was another one where um, it was just like the some of the sacks these guys are taking. It's like you have absolutely no awareness of right. like, okay, if I'm on the five, my own five, I'm dropping back. First thing I'm thinking about is, okay, when I hit the end zone, safety's in the cards. Don't run out the back. And just let it go. If, if, there's, if there's nothing there, first check, throw it out. And these guys just like, they, they, don't, know what, <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. They just like turtle. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't have anything to add. Perfect. Mac, Mac Jones just like, you know, that's the thing with these quarterbacks from these powerhouse schools. Like they've just, there's never once were in that position. Right. It was always like, I don't know. Like, what's the big deal? Like I got big guys. Somehow there'll be someone open. If I chuck it, they'll, they'll catch it. Like, what's the big deal? It's like liner not being good in the NFL. Yeah. If you have a huge offensive line. You, and- you need a little adversity, like, to get – you need to get those reps, like, during that kind of learning Speaking process. Of that, which is why I think Caleb Williams, I think, is going to be good and has a really good chance because, like, yeah, they're – like, USC's really, like, been dominant, but they've been pulling out some of these close ones, too. So I don't feel like he's just like on cruise control. Yeah, fifty touchdowns, two interceptions, that whole thing. So uh, I, I think he's got a better. Block everyone think he is because he the style. I watched the Notre Dame game and I've seen some of his games. He's not really making NFL throws. Like a lot of his is is free range, out of the pocket. Like okay, ten seconds. Yeah, later. yeah, he could be great, but I'm just saying, I'm not seeing NFL. He's got an NFL caliber arm, but you don't see an NFL quarterback making those types of plays. And it just feels like every single one of their plays is like, okay, the play broke down. He buys time and then launches it after six seconds. That doesn't happen in the NFL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you do want, you do want to see like, can you run the play as designed? Like, yeah, I'm can not you saying he's not going to be good, but I'm just saying it's not like this guaranteed lock that he's going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. Anyways, so you want to uh, at some of these games or what do you want to do here? Um, yeah, let's see. Any other surprises the week? Um, no surprises for me. I, uh, I think, I think we got to start talking about the Lions being for real. I, the Lions are for real. Um, 
they're a little bit uh, light on running backs right now. Like that's there, there was no balance, and honestly, like the like the final score with the Bucks game like looked more as at one point like more lopsided than it was. They had basically two like miracle touch the the touchdowns came on a third and ten where St. Brown broke like three tackles and scored. The other one was an absolute hail mary. So it was actually pretty. It was closer than uh, they expected. But if they can get the running game going again, they're pretty balanced. Like their defensive line is great. They have at Baltimore and at Dallas are their two toughest games. At Baltimore, at Dallas. Okay. Is and Dallas then, prime time? Uh, it is uh, Saturday night, December 30th. It's Saturday. Oh, night. Saturday. That's week 17. That could be uh, for a one seed because. For, uh, yeah, for a high seed or. They could yeah, get a one or two seed over Philly or San Fran if they stumble because they just have an easier schedule. Yeah, that I, I I like that there's an extra playoff team in some respects, but like not that two seed was I, I liked having like the top two seeds get buys. Like it seems like it's just so narrow at the top um, to get like I, that I, like I like one. That. I don't get the seven seed because they also moved it so um, there's a Monday night game now too. The yeah, they're, they're trying to get more. Yeah, they're trying to like get more eyeballs um, on like more individual games. But like, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of having just the one buy because it, it makes it very tough to like reward um, like another like hot team. It's like you kind of see where the one seed's going. Like this year, if it's if it's uh, Niners, Eagles, and Lions all within like a game or two, like two of those guys should be rewarded. Yeah, I agree. Right? There's there's got to be something there. But, I agree. Um, I don't know. So, what, what's what's the game of this week? You know, I'm I'm not gonna pick any games right now. No, of course not. I'm just looking at real quick. You have your Falcons Bucks. Somehow, give me your quick take on. I I don't understand why the Bucks aren't bigger favorites. They're only two and a half point favorites. At two home. and a half is the two and a half is the new three, but that should be that should be three and a half. Like it should be on the other side of the field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the like the Bucks. This last week is going to go in the bucket of like, yeah, like they were outclassed. It shouldn't have been a three point line. It should have been probably like a seven point line. Um, they still didn't play good enough to cover that. But um, yeah, like I would, I would go the opposite. They weren't as bad as it looked. And I think a big rebound. I like them at but, home over Atlanta. The game of the week, the, uh, most of the games, first glance, nothing moves the needle for me. Game of the week is Sunday night football, Miami at Philly. Miami at Philly. Philly's Miami. minus two. Before it gets too cold. Um, yeah, I can't, can't wait for that game. That's going to be a great one. Philly is going to be rocking. Philly is a great sports town. I'm watching the NL uh, CS, and they're going absolutely electric over there. I, I, I live with a bunch of Philly guys, and uh, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're riding high. They, they, got, they got too many good sports going on right now. I... Uh, who do you first glance at Philly, Miami, Philly off a loss too. I'm, I mean, I, I'd say like my AFC team is, is definitely, I like watching is definitely the dolphins. So uh, I'm definitely pulling for them. I don't know if I would actually take it. Um, if there's anyone that can slow it down is probably like a good defensive line. They probably haven't faced that yet. So like that would be the Eagles like chance, but wait, okay. How about this on, on the, on the Eagles line? I don't know if we touched on the pod. When is it going to stop? I think it might be after this year where the GMs 
drop guys because of like ethical standards, right? At some point, and like Jalen, uh, the, the the defensive lineman for the Eagles that dropped yeah. because he was speeding. Oh, the guy that was, um, yeah, out of Georgia. Yeah. So like, so I don't Carter think you drop him, but go on. Right, but like, like he he was a number one pick. He's playing like the number one pick. But for whatever reason, like the the code of ethics in the NFL right now is you're allowed to root for that guy if he's on your team, if he's picked lower than he should have, quote unquote. Right? Like Tyreek Hill, probably like one of the what five most popular guys in the NFL. Horrible human being. <laughs> Hor just hey, anyone out there, all of our listeners, just Google his arrest record. Like child abuse spousal abuse he's a horrible human being yet now he's you know top five beloved player he dropped right it gave air cover for the gms hey we didn't pick him high enough kareem hunt you name it like every single one of these guys like as long as you get him at a bargain joe mixon right like everyone does they remember why joe mixon dropped to the third round everyone see the sucker punch in the bar to some unsuspecting like 18 year old freshman blonde girl, right? But it's totally cool because you're a third round pick. I know you're sensitive about that since you were sucker punched at a bar. <laughs> I was sucker punched. I do have a fake eyeball. So, yeah, no, it's, I think like next year, it's got to be like some GM at some point is just going to be like, listen, here's what's going to happen. If we don't draft him, five picks later, some other team will draft him. He'd be a really good football player. I'm going no morals. We're taking him. I think for non-quarterback, it doesn't matter if they're not. It doesn't matter if, if they're not in jail. Take them. Like you have to. And Warren Sapp, like I wrote Warren Sapp, Manziel, Jamarcus Russell, where they're not. Typical quarterback. To yeah. Totally agree. Leader of men, clean as a whistle. And it's more. Um, you have to be recognizing defenses, knowing the audibles. Where a D, totally. a D lineman, they're not thinking like a quarterback. They're just go go get that go get yeah. that guy. Right, like no no fan base holds the the police record more than two sacks, two sacks, and you're good. You're good, right? <laughs> you're good. You're like good. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Is, is anyone talking about the speeding? Nobody's talking about the speeding. And then the flip talking speed, about nobody you know, cares. They're just gonna had him, and now they have like a five foot two quarterback, and they they dropped him because he was going 110. Like, what's the? And nobody cares if you're a good person. Nobody. No. <laughs> Tebow is not in the NFL anymore. Tebow is not. I what mission work you did or, what, you know, you've got water into the Philippines or something. Nobody. Tebow has a commercial making fun of how nice of a guy he is. Listen, if you're doing missionary work and, like, providing clean water, you throw one interception and nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Good guy, two interceptions, you're terrible. Bad guy, two sacks, you're great. I think... On that topic, I think that it shouldn't matter. Just take these people. And on the flip side, I think that these people, very sizzling hot take, I don't care about the drug testing. I mean, if you want to be doing HGH, more power. Oh, the HGH side. Yeah. Like, how awesome was it? If you want to, I mean, just make it fair and legal that everyone is under the same standard and you're not cheating where it's banned. Well, dude, this is entertainment. Hey, it's not hard to put 30 pounds on if you hit the weight room real hard. If you hit the weight room real hard. <laughs> Someone might want to let them know the NCAA is testing on Saturday. 
It's true, though. I mean, how great was Bud Selig had no problem sitting in the stands for Maguire Sosa. Uh, just dingers. Brady dingers. All these guys. Oh, my goodness, Bunch of meatheads. Yeah. I don't oh, have any God. other takes for, for sports right now, man. Do you have anything else? No, that's all I got. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I think, uh, you know, we're cruising right into October. We've got some weather changes going on. It's going to start factoring in. I think Dolphins going to Eagles this early in the season probably helps them. Yeah, you know, not going in in December. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll be very curious to see like where you know where the Niners go from here. I think Detroit, I totally agree. Detroit's really good, and there's a big gap to that next level. It's like Seahawks, Bucks, like all these guys are kind of right in the will be nine and eight. 10 and seven type teams. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then like the elite will just kind of roll in the playoffs, but you're trending to um, the loser of Philly. Dallas will be four or five point favorites at Tampa wildcard weekend in the four. I know. Game. I know. Oh, and, and even yesterday, just, just wrapping up on, on Tampa, it was literally 40% blue jerseys on creamsicle day. And it was just like, like absolutely no home crowd. If, if it was, it's if it's Dallas again, everywhere. it's turning into that everywhere because I, tickets are so expensive. People will now travel and make it a weekend thing. It's not just, I feel home field is less and less important. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's the two and a half, you know, phenomenon we're seeing in the lines. Yeah. It's just, it's just too good to watch at home. Like red zone's too good. Fantasy's taking over. You want to watch all the games. Like, like they're going to have to figure out the, you know, a different fan experience. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's, it's literally what's happening in golf too, right? It's like it's becoming like you tune in for like the big ones, but in general, it's like a very localized. Like the community shows up, so like the stadiums will still be filled, but like it's a different fan that shows up and watches an NFL game. Now it's like it's an entertainment thing, not like hey, we need a hundred percent our team to go nuts. Like this is not it. I, I don't like who knows what how many Cowboys fans there are in LA right now. Lot of Cowboys fans. 50 50 at least. Uh, they're still San Diego to me. We'll, we'll end it there though. Thanks for listening. Tune in on Thursday. Follow us, Instagram, X, whatever else we're on. Email we're us, Dad Talk Sports. Subscribe. <laughs> smash, smash, smash. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. All right.